welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. And this is the podcast for people who have a $3,000 fireproof biometric gun safe bolted to their floor, but they still plan to bust off shots in the air to bring in the new year. <laughs> and this is Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And this is New Year TJ. Yeah. <laughs> Carl, dog. What are you talking about? Walking Dead? Nah. Carl? Nah. Who's apparently, Carl, bro? <laughs> Carl's the other one. <laughs> He's the other one in the office. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, a, uh, a few weeks ago, there's this dude, Carl, right? He's like six foot nine. I'm only like five foot nine. He had cornrows. I got a body. And Carl was like, he got he got promoted, and oh, shout out to Carl yeah, for the promotion. Yeah, actually, what happened is he cut he cut his cornrows, and he immediately got promoted. So. That's what was holding him back. Yeah. Hey, tell Carl to let me hold five dollars though. Let yeah, me hold five dollars. So he got promoted, and a lady came up to me, and was like, "Hey, you're Carl, right?" And I'm like, "Nah, he's the tall uh, one." No, no, he's the other one. He, he's the he's the tall one, and and the thing is, like, I've been there probably like six years. I would imagine Carl's been there four or five years, and she didn't know who we were, so uh, who I was. <laughs> she thought I was Carl. And then the other day, um, one of the like associate directors or somebody, whatever he is, he came up. And he was talking to me as um, I was getting off the elevator, and he called me Carl in the end. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so the white people in the office think my name is Carl, or they think I'm Carl. And that's kind of crazy. It's just like, didn't you have to promote this guy? Like, you just promoted this dude, and you don't even know which one he is? Bro, what if you were supposed to get that promotion? Exactly. Dog? That's exactly Carl what I'm saying. Carl stole your damn promotion. That's what bro. I was thinking. I was thinking, like, dude, this this dude messed around. I was the one supposed to be getting promoted. And instead, this fool Carl got promoted. No, dog. No shout out to Carl. He stole your promotion, dog. That's, yo. You need to go make sure that you get this situated, bro. Yeah, we, we look nothing alike. And, um, but yeah, apparently everybody thinks my name is Carl. Oh, that, you didn't tell him no, no. And I'm not the, the type. No, I'm not the type to really correct a person. So if that's what they call me, that's what they call me. I'm just gonna laugh about it. <laughs> no, dog, you gotta you gotta let them know. Uh, that's all good. I appreciate those compliments and all, but um, my name is Jaron, not Carl. I'm the other one. Yeah, Car- Carl's the no. He's the other one. He was there for six years. He was there for five. Yeah, that's true. He's the other one. That's so, true. Man, I had a I was talking to somebody the other day. Now that Christmas is over, I'm glad this all said and done. Now that Christmas is over, um anyway, somebody was talking to me about, well, you know, on your show last week you were you were saying that you weren't you weren't digging Santa Claus, you know, you're not going to you're not going to specifically teach your kids about Santa Claus. It's like, what what's your problem? What's your beef with it? And I was like, you said you listened to the show, right? So that's what I'm thinking, but I didn't say that. Um, I actually gave them another angle. I, <laughs> I just told them, you know, what? with all this racial tension that we got going on, 
I have a problem with telling my children that this white guy that we don't know is giving them gifts that I can't give them. You know what I'm saying? And after talking about that, you know, I said that jokingly, tongue in cheek. However, I was thinking, how come Santa Claus couldn't be a multicultural man giving gifts? Like, why couldn't each culture have their own Santa Claus? And why couldn't the image be whatever your culture is? Why is it that it's just a white guy? It's Why not is just that, a white man? guy? Is they it be, not? They be having black Santas out there. You mean you mean the people that's at the mall because they hired a black guy? Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking about the literature, like the books that you see. You you go to the library right now and see how many black Santas you see on the books. Or if you go to the store right now and you get the little trinkets or the little statues, the little figures, how many black Santas you see? The perception. And the portrayal well, of Santa Claus is not a multicultural guy. I don't think it should be. Just like Jesus shouldn't be white. He shouldn't be depicted as a white man on, on pictures because of where he's from. Right. Santa Claus is, is from the North Pole. So okay. there's no black people on the North Pole. So if you want to talk about genetics or whatever the, the word is for that, <laughs> that's just not where we're from. Okay. I'll take that then. I will take that. I'll accept the fact that since it's so cold and snowing, there's no way that he's going to be of a darker descent, I guess. Right. Okay. I I guess I'll take that. (laughs) I'll I'll let that one fly. (laughs) But no, they be having them. You know, they have them every now and then. Like you said, like a mall might hire a black Santa. And he'll be there like on a Tuesday between like 10 and 3. Yeah, I just it's just weird, especially with with all the racial tension that's going on in the world today. Well, not exactly in the world. I say America. I won't speak for the world. America is really is really, really bad in America right now. Um, Actually, the worst has been since I've been alive. I mean, I wasn't around for the 60s to see how bad and I definitely wasn't alive pre 60s to see how terrible it was then. But in the more modern years. This has got this has got to be the worst that it's been. So with it with it being so bad, just the whole perception, I mean, color, it seems like it's it's like, man, it's kind of petty that what difference does it make what color he is, right? Because we're just talking about Christmas. It's this it's this fairy tale of this man that's going around giving gifts. But with all the racial tension that's going on, I think a lot of people, and I'm not the only one speaking, I mean, we talked about it very briefly last week. Um, but a lot of people would have a problem, especially with all the racial tension going on, just to say that Santa's, you know, the the nice white man who brings the gifts every year for Christmas. And he brings all the gifts or majority of the gifts or even the big gifts that couldn't be wrapped. I don't know. So I guess, I guess I'm along the lines of why does it matter what color he is? And I say that because, I mean... I don't want a black man bringing gifts to my house. Right. Like, I don't, I don't want no other man bringing gifts to my house. So, like, <laughs> I don't want it to be the mailman. Well, the mailman could drop off the gifts that I bought. <laughs> right. But, yeah, yeah. he know. has to drop off the gifts. But I don't want, like, the milkman bringing gifts. I mean, that'll confuse your kids because when, you know, Uncle Milkman is at your house while you're at work, you know, they think just every, every black man that walks up in there is supposed to be bringing gifts. And really, yeah, it's, it's good to go because he brings the gifts every year. Right. <laughs> so, no, I don't want I don't want any man 
jolly and you know white or <laughs> with dreads and he black or whatever looking like rick ross i don't want nobody bringing gifts bringing the, bringing all the gifts that you couldn't bring huh yeah it's, it's me yeah like on right. dead presidents i on dead presidents oh boy brought gifts while lorenz tate was you know working hard and stuff and lorenz well he tried to he tried to uh swallow up on him but he got pushed down the steps so <laughs> it's and nothing then, cool about it's nothing cool about falling down the steps bro then he pulled the 1911 out and put it in his face <laughs> yeah it's nothing so, cool about falling down the steps though so yeah i don't want anybody bringing gifts i'm with it i'm i'm along those same lines like we said or like i said last week he ain't putting in those hours those 12 hour days to bring home the bacon for the gifts so nope but anyway, in the recent news, man, there's this kid named uh, Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. And Joe Mixon uh, is a young African-American male. This video was released recently, but the actual altercation happened two years ago. And so this young African-American male student athlete, Joe Mixon, got into this altercation with a young Caucasian woman. Now, the details preceding that this activity that, that occurred, the violence that occurred, um, we don't really know what happened beforehand. There's a couple of stories of what happened. There's his side and there's her side. So since I wasn't there, since I wasn't there, I can't really comment on those events that led up to the situation. So I won't speculate on that either. However, there was some video of this altercation. And in the video, the young woman pretty much hopped up and pushed on, pushed on Mixon, on this guy, Joe Mixon. And Joe Mixon jumped at her. Uh, in what appears to be like he tried to scare her into not putting her hands on him again. So then she slapped him because it, maybe it startled her. I don't know. And then she slapped him. Right. And then he goes on to he punched her in the face. One hit. The girl drops to the floor. He walks out. And later on, we find out the lady ended up with broken bones in her face, a wired jaw, and she had to drink a liquid diet for a while. So um, this it looks like she probably was already on just a liquid diet anyway just to say <laughs> <laughs> she was thin maybe she eat healthy bro maybe she works out maybe she's a cheerleader or something maybe she's a softball player i don't know but yeah she was she was, she was a thin caucasian girl so um anyway this video surfaces and, and why did the dude the dude's got t-shirts and jeans and the girl's got like prom dresses on it's very awkward i don't understand what's happening here <laughs> what the event was beforehand and it and was like july said, it was like yeah. 725 so like what right. the hell was they at <laughs> i don't know what they were doing but all i know is they were outside something must have transpired outside they brought it inside of this diner and inside the diner, that's where everything went haywire inside the diner. And the re- so there are two different stories on what brought them inside the diner. There's her side and there's his side. Um, so we don't know what brought them in the diner. But from the video that was shown, the guy was standing there. He, he looks like it was three of them, by the way. It was Joe Mixon. It was I'm the young lady. It. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it was Joe Mixon. It was the young lady. And it was another person that was with the young lady. So it looks like Joe Mixon was kind of talking to the guy. I don't know what he was saying to the guy. And just looking at the video, just looking at it, it looks like this girl jumped at him. What looks like to be for no reason, but I don't know what was being said. Yeah, there's so no audio. Right, because there's no audio. So maybe she was provoked through verbal conversation. I don't know. Um, but she, she pushed him. He jumped at her. 
she slapped him he punched her and he walked out okay so in mainstream media now it seems like or it does it doesn't seem like all that i've been hearing is about how wrong he was and how men should never put their hands on a woman and Man, he's in high school on this right these are high school people okay. um i believe he was 17 or 18 at the time and i believe the young ladies around the same age yeah they yep. look to be about the same age they look to be about the same age so um and that's all i keep hearing so i understand this guy is an athlete so he should be more concerned about what his image is for sure um, he's a high schooler so and he's a high schooler young young man and all i keep hearing about is how stupid he is and how men should never put their hands on a woman and i find this i find it a little bit concerning of just the one-sidedness yeah. on what you see on tv um now i'm just gonna go ahead and put it out there because i want to be very very clear i don't condone domestic violence i do not believe that men should be beaten on women i do not believe that men should be abusing women and as a as a man in today's society i'm definitely going to teach my children that they shouldn't hit women but on that same note i just want to make it clear i'm going to teach my daughter too that she shouldn't hit men and i feel like that that message is being lost that women should never put their hands on a man on a man so let me let me say something here let me jump in here um, and kind of explain in detail in case you haven't seen the video so like like tj said that was a conversation between um joe here on ko joe and, and and some other dog, guy. you can't be joking about that dog he broke bones in her face bro <laughs> all right and so um it then you know again there's no audio and so you see the girl kind of pop up kind of in a aggressive manner right and mm -hmm. she grabs him she pushes him and then he uh joe flinches at her like jumps at her but he shows some restraint and then she swings at him and hits him in the face and mm -hmm. then he instantly swung right back and punched her in the face right knocking her to the floor which i'm assuming halfway like under the table yeah. yeah he he got her pretty good if we're just so, talking about two humans fighting so I mean, it was a hell of a hit i mean and it was i mean like all of that like the grab the flinch the first hit the second hit that all happened within literally within two seconds it was yeah, very it was quick. really quick it was really quick and there so was, there was no contemplation at all it happened just like yeah that. there wasn't any crap talking she didn't hit him and then people had to hold him back and then joe got out and, and hit her it was an instant reaction him hitting her so i was saying that i feel like that the message that uh women shouldn't hit men is being lost women should never put their hands on a man and i didn't hear this one time in none of the sports news or mainstream news all i heard about was joe so my question to you is why isn't this message being highlighted more why do why don't people talk about this the fact that women shouldn't hit men either in your opinion what do you think about that well well first of all like this this isn't a man hitting a woman this is a boy hitting a girl. They in high okay. school, right? 
Yeah, but it, the, they're, it did, they're teetering it on the line, though. They're okay. teetering on the line because no, they're 17-18. It's one thing to be teetering. It's one thing to be just that. I mean, I don't know what grade he's in and how old he was then, but I think we said that they're about 17. 17-18. So, junior, seniors in high school. But my thing is... Hold on, let me stop the video. I'm sitting here watching the video, still trying to, you know, I'm watching them, everybody coming to the girls' help and coming to her aid. So, again, it's not a boy, it's a boy and a girl, not a man and a woman. And has he still been knocking blondes out in these streets? It's kind of like, it's kind of like the Dr. Dre thing in Michelle A. You talking about some shit that happened 22 years ago, 25 years ago, back in 1986 or whatever. I mean, if he's still been doing that, that's one thing, but this little incident—if if it's not Joe Mixon's like mo to go around punching chicks—like I don't know if you could hold this against them. You hold? Do you hold any other high school fight people had? Like you know, fights people had in high school against them? It's just one. I mean, it's just, huh? People people do people nah. do when, especially when you're an athlete. You're under that microscope. Uh, you're an athlete and you're making decisions. They do try. I'm talking about anywhere else media. in the world. I mean, again, we're talking about high school and you're bringing up some stuff from back in somebody's past. Again, if he's because, again, he's, he was definitely provoked. And it wasn't like he came in there just trying to be a savage and he came there to knock her out. Right. Now, I want to make something really clear, too, when you talk about the word provoke, because two years ago, Ray Rice had a similar situation where Ray Rice, the NFL uh, football player running back, he him and his wife were in the elevator. Some altercation took place. It looked like he may she may have hit him. I don't know. But he hit her and knocked her out and then drug her through wherever he did to get her to where she needed to go. And Stephen A. Smith, uh, the sports analyst, he was talking about it. Um, I don't feel like he, that's the same. That's not the No, no, no. And, and, and I agree. But what I'm going to say is that Stephen A. Smith was talking about how he doesn't believe in domestic violence. Men shouldn't hit women. However, women should not provoke men to be hit. And he got annihilated in social media. And also he got annihilated by mainstream media because I feel like they took it out of context. They were trying to make it seem like, well... Oh, just because a woman yells at you means that you're provoked to knock her head off. And I just want to make it clear when you say not be provoked, like provoked with physical contact. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a difference. It's really it's kind of sounds like the feminist talk um, when they talk about like rape culture, like or like victim shaming or whatever. Right. Or victim blaming. It's like, Uh well, you know, the girl, she shouldn't have been dressed like that if she didn't. Because this girl could have easily fell under that. You know, like now if he got if he raped her or something, then people will be like, look at the clothes she had on. You know, that's that's it's kind of kind of falls under that same same uh, th- that same kind of category of victim shaming where, again, it's like, well, you know, but, but who was should... uh, yes and no. I kind of agree with that and I kind of don't. But go ahead. I'll tell you why in a sec. Go ahead. Well, I'm just saying it's, it's kind of like the same thing. That's that's the same place. This comes from that same place. The whole okay. Well, she shouldn't have, uh, you know, touched him, and then it's like, oh, you're victim shaming. You know, he's a man. He shouldn't be hitting a woman. Mm. So like he's in the, a in the he's Steven- a young he's a young man, and he hit he's a young man, and he hit a bitch. That's what it looked like to me. Okay, so 
um, and, and it talks about victim shaming. So that's why Stephen A. Smith got killed in social media because they were saying that he was victim shaming. Just because a woman yells at you doesn't mean you can use your anger to, to, to punch a woman and knock her out or whatever the case, right? And I agree with that. Just because a yell. person gets loud with you or just because a person doesn't do what you want them to do doesn't give you the right to beat on them. That if right she there just, is abuse. If that's she beating. If she would have just pushed him, even that's even that should be enough technically but he didn't but hit yeah. her after the push he only but, hit her after she struck him in the face right and so i just want to make it really clear in this case i don't think that when somebody initiates physical contact i don't think you can say not you i'm not saying you but i don't think it can be said that somebody's victim shaming because who's really the victim here because that guy was hit first she could have knocked him out um, for all we know, for all intents and purposes, she could have been strong enough and hit him in a spot that could have knocked him out. Now, looking at that video, it was a slap. And now, in hindsight, since he didn't get knocked out, I mean, I can't see now, that as a slap. I now, mean, now that's nothing. I'm looking. Well, at my yeah, phone. He, he made the statement. He he made the statement that he felt like it was a guy that hit him because it 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 hit him that hard. It was a strike so, to um, the face. Open hand. It was a strike to the face. I don't think that matters. Because people yeah, get knocked out with open-handed slaps. I've seen it all the time on Worldstar. <laughs> so <laughs> it's all over Worldstar, right? So, so that's not that's I, not good. I just want to I just want to be clear on what the word victim is because technically he was the victim first because he was hit, and so she initiated all physical contact. She pushed. She him initiated first. the physical contact, and I just want to be clear that when people say that men should never put their hands on a woman, um. The word never is strong, and you can't say never. I remember when we talked uh, on one of the power casts uh, that we were doing, you and I, we talked about um, that you said that if a woman hits you, you'll run away. Yeah. Right? And that's good. That's really good. And I made a statement like, uh, sometimes it's easier said than done. He's like, ah, no, it's not. I mean, if a woman hits you, just start running. But who's to say that when she she when you're trying to run away you're trying to get away from the situation she knock you in the back of the head knock you out cold or knock you to your death you know what i'm saying i just to say that a man should never hit a woman is really you're not gonna really, she she wasn't she wasn't about to catch a heisman candidate you know <laughs> she, she wasn't about to run him down at her heels though. that's true that's super true <laughs> That's super true. I just, he, it just, he actually did just, run away. He he just ran away after he knocked her out. Well, he walked out. He didn't run. That's running away. I mean, you know, he yeah, escaped. He, he walked fled. out. Well, you're talking about Heisman candidate because he runs like a four, 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 five. You were right. saying the Heisman candidate. So I was just making it clear that uh, that he didn't run. Um, but he could have. The though, fact is, the, the fact is, is that people are not talking about or. If they are talking about, they're not talking about it enough. They're not talking about teaching their daughters never to hit a man. And I need, I'm just trying to get that message out that every time we tell, oh, yeah, men shouldn't hit women. I mean, you just shouldn't hit women. Once we put that message out and we on the flip side, don't tell the young ladies or the girls not to hit a boy or not to hit a man. You are kind of allowing or empowering women to think that it's okay to hit a man because the man will never hit you back because they're not supposed to and that's not the message to send that's not a cool message to send and i think i don't I think that, that might enough. just be the message they hear you know like like i mean you can't 
of course it's not everybody doesn't you know people some people might teach their their daughters not to hit a guy and but you know you see on social media all the time that you know girls running around screaming at you know at the guy or you see it on the reality shows or whatever and the guy you know know, he normally never does anything she just screams on him and that's just the end of it but you can't i mean that's on tv you know they got cameras following them real people i mean it's not just the girls i mean guys i mean we talked about it before guys aren't necessarily built the same yeah that's true but then not again, all guys are built the same but then again or built built the same as far as you know like emotionally right. and and action wise right right they because don't I'm, not the first all thing. guys act like the stereotypical man right whatever that is i mean right. i tell i tell my sons every year at the beginning of the school year or the first thing i told them when they went to school preschool be nice to the girls mm-hmm. and just that you know that lets them know just plain and simple just be nice to girls i don't gotta okay. say don't hit them or anything you just be nice to them right okay and i mean i begin that process then i mean it's not it's not necessarily always the guy's fault but i mean it's both it's both parties fault and, and, I, and that's what i'm day. saying that's not what's being described or talked about on tv and never, never will hear be, huh it never will be this is big black man knocking out a white girl in this case that's unacceptable it's unacceptable because two years ago when he was a kid yeah two years ago and he was and just I, in you high know school what? speaking of that those heights and weights that they're given I bet you those are the heights of weight, heights and weights of him two years later after playing college ball, right? They talk about he's like six three, two forty something, whatever they're saying. He looked, he looked to be about six is. foot something, but he ain't on two forty nothing back then. Right, right, right. But I'm saying the heights and weights that they're talking about when they talk about this in the news today is most likely the heights and the weight, the height and weight of him today versus the yeah. height and weight of him two years ago. Even though, I mean, at the end of the day, that doesn't matter what the height and weight of him was. Uh, with with the situation that happened, it's true. He didn't have to hit her, okay? His life wasn't in danger. I, I get all of that. And I'm not going to go back and forth about what he should have did or what he could have did. But what I will say is that I think people need to do a better job at training and teaching their daughters not to hit men just as we parents are expected to train and teach their sons not to hit women. Because if... Men are trained not to hit women and women are trained not to hit men. Guess what? Nobody be hitting nobody because everybody be following the rules that they learned since they were kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, at the end of the day, humans have two natural reactions in a response to what's reviewed or um, which is viewed as like an attack or a threat. It's fight or flight. So I'm teaching my sons to demonstrate the reaction of flight. That's what I'm teaching. But with that said, is it really, really far-fetched to think or to see that if a man is physically attacked by a woman, that his response isn't always flight? It's not far-fetched because science tells us that there's two reactions. It's either going to be fight or flight. Right. So if we wanted to stop, we need to teach humans not to hit humans. And so when you got your, when you got your daughter that's hitting her brother... And you go in and the brother hits her back and you go chastising the you know, chastising the son, like don't ever hit your sister. You need to be teaching your daughter, stop hitting your brother. You know, when you when when your cut when the little cousin or the big cousin or whatever goes around the 
the your daughter hits the cousin, the male cousin, instead of just telling the cousin, hey, don't hit your cousin. She's a girl. She's delicate. You need to be telling her, don't hit your don't hit your male cousins. That's not what you're supposed to do. That's not what they're here for. So people just shouldn't be hitting people. Plain and simple. Exactly. Humans shouldn't be hitting humans. But it starts and it starts when they're really young, man. It starts when the kids are hitting kids. I just had the situation today. My my daughter uh, was crying. I run in the room. I ask what's wrong. And she said, oh, he hit me. And I said, "Okay, did you hit him? And she said, yes. And I asked him, did you hit or did she hit you? And he said, yes, she hit me first. And so I told her, hey, stop hitting your brother. Do not hit your brother. And then I went and chastised him. You know, don't hit your sister. You're not supposed to hit your sister. I guess at the same time, because it's not always going to be a case where you can go and say that to both parties. So, like, say your daughter got hit by a kid at school. Uh Uh-huh. You know, you can't can't control, you know, what um, is being said to that boy at school. So you tell her, you know, you're not supposed to hit, um, you know, you shouldn't have hit that little boy first. That I mean, for a kid, they might also think I'm getting in trouble because I, I'm I'm crying because he hit me. Like, so it's OK for him to hit me, but I'm not supposed to hit him. You know, so they might be like, so say he comes back and hits her first the next time. Okay. You know, she might at that young age might think, oh. Well, I'm not supposed to, you know, hit him back because or, you know, do anything back because I'm going to get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? So so it can also be con- confusing to a small child, you know, trying to. Teach well, that's that. what I'm saying. I think that's what a, I think that's what a training comes in, though, is because we're naturally going to tell the brother not to hit the sister anymore and let the sister ride out and uh, not say anything to her. But I'm not, and, ta- I'm and, not talking about the brother sister. I'm, 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 OK, I'm got saying, it. I'm in your kitchen. Well, in a hypothetical situation right you're saying at school then you won't yeah. have control over both parties and i get that but the point that i was trying to make is that it starts as simple as three-year-olds at home it starts then it starts that early so you're right in that sense that's a totally different situation it's going to be a totally separate conversation it's going to be different the school age i'm gonna ask her what happened she's gonna say he hit me first and then we're gonna have a conversation about what her action should be if a boy hits her first but even in the young ages when you're just even at family's house i'm concerned with the teaching that's going on around everywhere that People are chastising the boys only and not saying anything to the little girls. And that's empowering the girls to think that they can hit boys and they're not supposed to get hit back. Because I've been told even since I was three, I've heard my brother get yelled at for hitting me back or hitting me at all. And that's 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 the message that I'm trying to convey right now is that it should start early and we need to be telling our daughters not to hit boys. And also tell our boys not to hit girls and then humans wouldn't be hitting humans and we won't have so much domestic violence. That's all I'm trying to say. All right. We talked that into the dirt. (laughs) We went back and forth on that. I think the views are clear and we can move on to the next topic. Next topic, sir. So my sister's in town and she was telling me, you know, like, hey, you should check out. uh, You ever checked out Corey Holcomb's show or radio? I'm not sure if he's on the radio. He's a comedian. He's super funny, bro. Uh, Yeah, he's funny. Um, he, He has a show, like a radio show. 
and um so apparently he was like uh on the foxhole i guess which is jamie fox's network on satellite radio yeah and he used to be on there and i don't know if he got fired or what the story is but uh he's no longer with the foxhole and so okay he's out of there right so my sister was just telling me about how funny you know the show is and how good it is and so i'm listening to it and um and he starts he just randomly took a shot at jamie fox okay the comedian jamie fox got it um and I was thinking, like, why is he still doing that? Like, if he's been off the show for a while, like he's been, he, he hasn't been on that show in a long time. Okay. You know, why is he still bitter? Why is he still taking shots at Jamie Foxx, like a random shot like that? And I felt like it's because he's not winning. He's okay, apparently that's not far fetched. He's parent. He's apparently not where he wants to be. And so, or at least not in the radio world or the broadcast world. And so he does what I guess is called hating now. And he decides to hate on Jamie Foxx because simply because Jamie Foxx is doing well still. And, you know, I'm assuming uh, this guy's must be, you know, he must be struggling a bit. Corey Holcomb must be struggling. Okay. Well, what about um, so comedians? There is no supposedly it's supposed to be no holds barred. Like you can say what you want to say when you want to say it. Say it. That's the power of being a comedian. Yeah. Being able to say what you want to say and say it without any remorse. And no matter how messed up the joke is, if you can find the funny in it. Speaking of that, was the joke funny? Was it that shot? Was it funny? No, nah, not really. I mean, it wasn't to me because it just seemed like to me the first thing I thought about so was why. So you was appalled. You was appalled when you <laughs> when you heard it. I was, was appalled like, because of the timing. Like if it was just a few weeks after he'd been fired or a couple of months, maybe, you know. But you know, if we're talking about a couple of years, I'm not sure how long the separation has happened. But right. you know, however long it's been, I know it's been long enough to where he so should. So was have was it on. hating or was it joking? Was it light? You know, was he going after his character or was he going after his show? Like, was it a light joke? I think that makes a difference because if it it's went a after light his character. shot, like he basically like called him in gay. A, in a, uh, okay. Um, there's a there's a uh, YouTuber named B Scott, and B Scott is a man who has very nice skin and nice long permed hair, but it's a guy, and. Um, and I'm assuming he must not be straight. And so okay. I'm not sure what he falls under. I'm not sure if he's a transgender, if he's gay or whatever it is. I don't know. But uh, so basically he so Corey Holcomb was just kind of like making some type of um, comment about B. Scott and Jamie Foxx messing around. Mm. So he did the typical hip hop uh, thing and call him gay. Okay. That's Hayden. That's whack. Yeah. That's whack. All right. That's that's different. Like if it would have just been a light, like a light shot, it could have been a friendly shot. Like we're friends. We used to work on the same show. Yeah. I got a show. You got a show. I'm gonna take a shot at you, and that's it. But there's nothing funny about you know attacking someone's sexuality 
because even if he was gay why are you making a deal about it he hasn't told people that he's gay so why are you trying to come up e- either way it goes it's not cool even if All it right, wasn't so it's like just talking about you know attacking his character even if it wasn't a gay thing whatever it is you know yeah. like bitter people who are not where they want to be i've seen it before like on another radio show where this guy his whole focus basically was attacking this other radio dj like that's all he would ever say and do and that was just like his whole thing until <laughs> until a video with hulk hogan smashing his wife came out and then he kind of fell <laughs> his name is bubba the love right. sponge <laughs> but uh right <laughs> But yeah, that used to be all he would do. And it just seemed kind of whack to me. Like, okay, you must not be winning. Like, if you was winning, and if you were like number one in the demographic or whatever, you wouldn't be tripping off of the other guy beneath you. Right. Because you'd be too focused on what you're doing. Yeah. It's definitely easy. It's definitely very, very easy to take the shot at the other man when you're at when you're not winning you got a lot of time on your hands when you're not winning you probably should be focused on how you can start winning but maybe you're so far behind and you're thinking about how far behind you are you start taking shots at the at the uh at the competition i i see that that's actually a tactic um that's used uh in in customer service and and just in marketing in general like when you're not winning just to take shots at the person that is winning and try to assassinate their character right actually that's uh remember that's law five of uh of the 48 laws of power yeah so much depends on reputation like a law yeah so much depends on reputation guarded with your life so if jamie fox has one reputation and this person is trying to assassinate that guy's reputation then maybe he can be the guy that comes up because for some reason he think you know what if this was like 1989 maybe that would work said oh man jamie fox is gay and then a bunch of people would jump off the jamie fox train just right. because he was associated with being gay but yo this is tw- this is this is <laughs> we're, we're rocking in 2017 nowadays like nobody cares about that anymore you know what i'm saying and actually there are some people who are gay that might like him more because he's associated with it. I don't know, but it's not such a bad thing anymore to be gay. So if that's your tactic to assassinate someone's character, it's likely not going to work. Not you know that what? way. I felt, I felt like that too. But then I saw, I can't, I'm, I'm trying to think what the video was. No, I know what it was. It was, um, little yeah it was a picture of little yachty and he had his braids out you see he doesn't have dreads he has braids right and he had him calm down like his hair was permed and like it was kind of hanging down and you know he has the bright red hair yep um so no shocker there that his hair was red but then he was like eating like a corn dog okay and all i saw you know, I, I went in there to to think I was going to see stands in there, like riding for him or whatever, into the comments. And then all I saw was comments of like, man, he gay as hell. Why he eating that corn dog like that? Man, look at his hair. And it was just like nothing but like homophobic comments. And I was shocked to see that many homophobic comments, mm. even though he's not. I don't believe him that he's um, homosexual. But still, the homophobic comments were, like, plentiful. 
So, right. So, the comments, I mean, because you're behind the screen, nobody can really see who you are. You can make as many fake profiles as you want to. You feel okay to use uh, homosexual slurs and racial slurs. Um, you feel okay to do that. So, what I'm saying is, though, is that, yeah, you're going to see the homophobic com- homophobic comments on there however that won't have an effect on his fans so yeah if if Corey holcomb made a youtube video about jamie fox being gay and on the comments you're gonna say yeah he is gay look at the pictures look what Corey holcomb said but as far as his fans it's not gonna change his ratings at all i think it could i think it i think it potentially could um again just and that was why i was saying you know I, you know, I don't know if these people was little Yachty fans, but whoever they were, you know, they I was just bringing the point, you know, it's 2016. But, you know, you would like to think the whole homophobic rhetoric isn't as strong as it used to be. But nah, man, man I don't think that's going there. away. I don't think it's going away anytime soon, especially since you can hide behind the computer screen. I mean, yeah. I doubt these people who were commenting were making, you know, it's Facebook. So I doubt they was making like fake profiles just to make those comments, especially when they uh, saw so gotcha. many people doing it, you know. Gotcha. OK, so it's Facebook. So that's a little bit different. But then again, you're talking about one man who's off somewhere. Oh, yeah. Who's of not going to be looking at all the comments. You never chances of you seeing him is very slim. Right. Yeah. So you fit you feel like it's OK for you to and not you but idiots out there feel like it's okay to say whatever out your mouth because they're never gonna see you, you but well okay but maybe not him but you would think they would be worried about other people who they know see seeing them say uh, homophobic things like that's i can't true. i can't just be like you know huh, uh, uh little yachty's a, a a maggot and then right and then right. not expect people to be like whoa you know, just like exactly. my friends. You know what I'm saying? Even if I'm not, I feel that. You know, so they didn't even care about that. I ha- I have gay friends, and I think they would lose a lot of respect for me if I was going around saying those type of comments about some rapper, as if being gay is a a bad thing. You know, right? So uh, it it is shocking that that uh, that there's so many homophobic people out there. I I don't know. I still don't think that. <laughs> in 2017 is going to have an effect on somebody's somebody's fans but what i was saying in marketing when you try to assassinate somebody's character that's a way of trying to pull yourself up you take like a, a samsung and an apple if you look at the commercials from samsung it's all about how samsung is good but the apple customers are dumb if you have an iphone then your phone doesn't do as good as a samsung and they have them kind of looking ditzy in the commercials like kind of have them they look dumb i mean they they act dumb like they're not intelligent people because they have an iphone versus apple commercials it's not talking about samsung or anybody else's phone in apple commercials they only talk about how great their phone is and that's it so when you're on top and you winning you're just concerned with how great your product is you're not talking about other people so well wait a minute though apple was a great example because you're talking about the iphone what about their computers in their computer advertising remember they used to have the one guy like this is a mac and this is a pc right so apple was going at pc they was once going upon heavy. a time you know yeah and 
you know, eventually to, I'm, I'm assuming, I don't, I don't know how that works. I mean, because I know it's still a ton of people that's using PC. It's still people got the max. So I don't know if that's a, a clear victor in that particular battle. Yeah. But, I, I, don't, I don't know if there's a clear victor either. But, because uh, I mean, naturally, PC is more universal. More people are going to have PCs because they're right. cheaper. They're more universal. Right. So that's easy. But I was just saying that to say Apple participated in that fuckery too. Oh, they did. You Not know. saying that they're above it. I'm saying well, now they are now. Day. But you talk about yeah. Apple. You talk about iPhone. Is they winning? But right. I'm assuming they winning. must not have been winning when they was doing that Mac versus PC commercials. Right. They were trying to pull themselves up. Yeah. On but the hey, backs man, of crazy, somebody man. else. Yeah. On the backs of somebody else who was winning. But I mean, that's a that's an age old tactic. And the fact is, is I didn't learn that from the 48 Laws of Power. I learned that and just I took a class that had to do with uh, customer loyalty. Um, and it talked about those different marketing ideas of, you know what, when you're trying to get yourself up, one way that you can do it is, and it's pulling down the guy that's leading, trying to, trying to, trying to jump on their back and pull them down. So it's used in business all the time. And so that's what, that's what it seems like this guy is trying to do that on top of the fact that he's just clear out hating because it's one thing to say my show is better than his because uh, I have better interviews and my content is better. It's another thing to try to assassinate that that man's character right. because it shouldn't be personal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Whether he's gay or not, just because he's gay doesn't mean I should listen to your show and not his show. Yeah. So that's not a cool way to do it. That's hating. And we talked about this before, you know, um, and it's not just in, in it could be in any situation where a uh, relationship has separated so even if it if it was like your um like your boyfriend girlfriend you know your ex they might be hating on you because you moved on you appear to be winning you losing weight you know you going out and stuff and they aren't doing nothing right you know they're gonna start hating they're gonna start you know trying to come at you because they oh, look not at winning. her she ain't even that cute right. look at her right or oh, it's it's cool he got a little penis anyway. I ain't want him no way. Or oh man, she was dirty. Her 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 vagina stink or some stupid stuff like that. That ch- that childish stuff. You know, adults still engage in that. Can you believe that? Right. Can you believe that adults still do that? <laughs> yeah. Like, I yeah, mean, yeah. In he this he day only lasted age, two minutes anyway. He, I mean, he wasn't satisfying me anyway. Oh yeah, man. I went over her house. I man, her vagina smelled bad, so I had to break up with her. It's like, man, come on, man. I can't believe adults still do that. That high school well, stuff. Charlemagne, he has he has a great uh, uh, defense for that. He he always <laughs> says that you know he he like smuts <laughs> a girl out so bad that uh, you know he does he adores so bad that she can't come back and say something. You know, like right, right. You he know, have she, her do activities that are that would be so frowned upon <laughs> that if he divulged that information that it'll really make her look bad. So. Right. So yeah. So he's black. Yo, that's blackmail. No, it's not. It's just it's just buy, it's it's insurance. Is insurance blackmail? <laughs> it sounds like an insurance policy to me. Have her eat your butt <laughs> so so she can't come back and talk about how small your penis was. I mean. <laughs> I mean, it oh, sounds man. like a very it sounds like an insurance policy to me. I guess, man. 
is that even bad pub anymore? Like if a girl walked around talking about you have a small penis, does does it oh, matter? Does it does even that, matter? Um, I, I would ima- I would imagine most guys are still uh, self conscious about that. But I mean, you know, it couldn't it couldn't have been that bad because she stuck around for the two years or the five years or whatever. So it couldn't have been that small. You know what I'm saying? I so mean, you might have been paying. The you know, it's not true. So like, does it really hurt that bad? And even if the girl is going around telling the world that yeah, she put on Facebook stat Jaren has a small penis, like does does that even hurt anymore in present day? Does that even matter that she would say something? I mean, it's well, just childish on her part. Obviously, it wouldn't know. hurt. Ha 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 ha! Get it? Because it's small. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that laughs> terrible joke, bro. That was terrible. Actually, that's pretty good. <laughs> but, that's terrible, uh, dog. I, I, no, I I think it's still because I would like to say I really wouldn't care, but you got all your high school friends and you got coworkers seeing it. Your your, your family might be seeing this, and you know, of course, your family don't care what about your stuff size, but just the the ugliness of the argument being played out in public is embarrassing to me nah, more nah. so moms will feel some kind of way she's like oh, that boy must have got that from his damn daddy <laughs> yeah more so she than the actual feeling sorry for you dog she more so than the actual insult i would be more embarrassed about this argument playing out yeah dog because when moms start feeling sorry for you because you got your daddy's jeans that's sad man <laughs> but anyway new years are upon us and uh, since we're in a new year, new year, new me, right? That's that's the mantra. New year, new me. That's what they say. All right. So uh, every new year, we got to come up with this thing that we're gonna do differently. Like I'm, I'm gonna go through my friends list, and I'm gonna get rid of all. I'm gonna get rid of all of y'all. If you're reading this right now, be happy that you're reading it. You say because come tomorrow, you know, you might not be able to see these words because. I'm going through my friends list tonight. You made the final cut of 2000. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's that's the next morning. It's like, yo, if you still reading this stat, that means you survived. You safe. Luckily, you can still be my friend because I didn't delete you. And what are you supposed to be like? New year, new me. He's like, woo. I was so nervous. <laughs> Not, you know, <laughs> that I wasn't going to be able to see, you know, your live videos of you combing your hair and putting on and, your makeup and smoking in your car Sm- <laughs> <laughs> smoking a square in your car yeah I, I, I would I was really nervous I wasn't gonna be able to see that no more oh man that's hilarious see a, see a live feed of you eating cereal and you cussing out your kids that's I'm, I was gonna miss that and shout out to all the dark skinned girls smoking Newport Reds in a box <laughs> looking all good and stuff <laughs> On that live um, feed, smoking yeah. in the car. Because we, <laughs> we really want to see that. We definitely want to see that. But you look that's good, exactly though. exactly what we want to see, though. That's exactly what we want to see on live feed. Like, I wake up in the morning, and if I don't see that that picture, yo, that live feed, I'm going to be sick. So, shout out to those those women who live that life. And doing nothing else for the community. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, New Year's resolutions. What do you think about those, bro? What are your thoughts and your views on New Year's resolutions? At first, I didn't want to do the whole New Year's resolution thing because I just didn't want to do the same thing everybody else was doing. It was pretty much as simple as that. But now I feel like 
why do I have to wait for a certain date? Like, why do I have to be limited to the first of the month or the next, you know, Sunday or in this case, the beginning of the year? Like, why can't I just start getting my life together now? You know, maybe I should start going to the gym now. Maybe I should start wearing condoms now. Maybe I should go and get that flu shot. I don't know what it is, but... <laughs> And start juicing. I don't know, but you know, I I don't. I just don't see why I should have to wait. Got you. I feel that uh, my view on New Year's resolutions was very similar to yours, where I felt like you know my view on traditions, dog. Like, right. If there's no method to the madness, if there's no sense behind the tradition, we're just doing it for the hell of it. I'm not with it, and I'm not gonna partake. And so at first I looked at it like ah people just coming up with stuff that they claim they want to do why are they doing that but now in my elder years i've grown a little bit and i've come to realize that you know what my view on new year's resolutions it's changed a little bit maybe a new year's resolution is people reflecting on their past year and they're trying to better themselves and do better than what they did last year and i'm all for that but one of the problems is that People forget what the resolution is a week after they, after they make it. You know what I'm saying? January 1st hits. They make the New Year's resolution. January 17th, they forgot what they were doing. And they don't do it anymore. And that's the problem. And then why do we have to know about it? Like, I don't get why they have to post it on Facebook for everybody to see. Well, I guess well, it makes you cool accountable. That makes you yeah, accountable. Yeah, it's a cool thing to do. It's a cool thing to do. What, what I think well, they should do is... Wait, wait, wait. But before you go, you said it makes you accountable. No. No, it doesn't make you accountable because nobody's going to really be checking you on it. They do it because it's a cool thing to do. It's cool to say, hey, y'all, well, my resolution is I'm going to start going to the gym seven days a week. And when you don't, when when I ask you, hey, Jaron, did you hit the gym today? You're like, nah, dog, I, I, I didn't make it to the gym. You're not going to be held accountable. It, you just did it because it's cool. But go ahead. Well, Unless you were like, oh, I'll start going to the gym with you. Then that makes okay. it, that, make, that locks me in a little more. That It, it does. Because that'll lock both of us in. But so. I think rather than, I think it, like writing it down for people to see is a good start. But you should also write it down like on a piece of paper. Hang it up on your desk where you can see it every day or on your mirror. You know, in the bathroom where you can see it every morning. So... You know, you can be constantly reminded of this goal. So, like you said, a lot of people forget after a week. But if you got it written up every day, reminding you to, you know, go run on a treadmill or whatever, you might be a little more successful. That's true. And you beat me to it. Congratulations. You said it before I said it. I was going to say the same exact thing. If you write it down and reference it, you often remember what you said you wanted to achieve and you have a better chance of achieving it. So whether you write it down on paper, whether you take a dry erase marker and write it on your mirror on, in the bathroom or write it on your closet mirror just so every day you can see it. Whatever you have to do to see it often to remind you what your resolution was, you have a better opportunity to achieve it versus just writing it on Facebook at 11.50 p.m. on December 31st. You're not going back looking at old posts. You're not going to remember what that resolution was and you're not going to uphold it. That's an issue. You know, another problem with people in their New Year's resolutions is they go way too hard on their resolution. 
Like their resolution is just unattainable from the start. Like there's no way you're going to attain that goal. So you shouldn't have did it that hard. So for instance, you don't go to the gym at all. But your resolution is I'm going to the gym seven days a week. No, you're not. You're right. a liar. That's, you're not going seven days a week, bro. That's it's not, not happening. That's not realistic. No. You need to make a realistic goal that you can obtain, that you can actually meet. Start off slow, ease in. There's no rush. Right. You know, and, and this isn't keeping up with the Joneses. I'm not keeping up with the Jarens. Just because Jaren goes six days a week doesn't mean when I start my gym, with my gym membership, that I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going six days a week, too. I'm going to go like Jaren go. I'm going six days a week. I don't know what Jaren's path was to get there. I don't know that he's... I didn't know that he started off two days a week. Because... And he probably won't tell you. You know, he'll just be like, hey, man, you're you, you, you looking good. What are you doing? Like, I go to the gym every day. Right. I go but six days a week. I certainly didn't start that way. Exactly. You know, so. so when you're making those goals, when you're making those New Year's resolutions, make it something that you can actually attain. You know what? I'm going to the gym one day a week. And once you get that down packed and you're doing that for two, three, four months, increase it. Start going two days a week. And when you start seeing your gains and you want more gains, you start going three days a week. But to just jump out the window and say I'm going six days a week. You're going to fall off that wagon really, really quick. It's going to be February 12th, and the last time you've been to the gym was January 25th. And that's going to be sad because you didn't even make it the first month of the new year. So. All right, man. So that's all I have. I think we can wrap it up now. All right. Well, what about your New Year's resolution, bro? What you got? What What are you doing? I got nothing, man. No, no nothing? New Year's resolution for me. Nope. Keep doing the podcast. Right. They're doing podcasts every week. <laughs> because we you can know do what? that. Exactly. That's attainable, right? Set yourself up for uh for 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 victory, not for failure. My New Year's resolution, you're right, is to continue to do the podcast on a weekly basis and also to do the power cast. You know what I'm saying? We had we had law. 16 17 something like that we, we need to keep this thing going every week till we get to law 48 48 weeks of this man um yeah in 49 weeks we had the preface preface true true the preface the preface 49 weeks preface so, that's my uh new year's resolution sir so um now that we talked about our resolutions i i think we can use that old uh that leftover wrapping paper and i can wrap this thing up can we do that? All right, let's do it. All right. You could be listening to anyone in the world right now. However, you are listening to us. Jared and I definitely appreciate it. And we have another Corporate Streets production. It's called The Powercast. I think you know this by now. If you've been listening, you've been rocking with our podcast, you have to have listened to our Powercast. And if you haven't, you need to go do it, whether you are corporate or whether you are street. Regardless of that mentality you have, you want control of your life, you want that power, and we give you the tools that you need because we're reading the book, The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. We read it, we ingest it, and we give it our inter- we give our interpretation of the book. We tell you how it's applied in life. We give you good examples, and uh, the book is interesting to us, and our power cast is dope, so go check us out every single Friday. We also encourage that you go ahead and buy the book, man, because... Robert's Robert Green's uh, work is really really good man and 
<clears throat> just because you listen to us doesn't mean you don't need his book. And just because you buy his book doesn't mean you don't need us because we complement that book. Like Jaron says, man, we are like the soy sauce to the fried rice. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can't eat fried rice without soy sauce. And Robert sweet and sour book is the fried rice. We are the soy sauce. We complement that thing. We're like we're like the sp- actually, actually, I, I'm like the soy sauce, and you're like the sweet and sour sauce. Why I gotta be sweet and sour? Because bro? your skin color is more like the sweet and sour sauce. Uh, okay, I, I guess I go for that, man. Like, like Robert Greene's book is the spring roll, and, and we're the peanut sauce. All right, we complement that thing. So, check it out. Check us out. We release every Friday. Also, if you want to talk to us about your views on New Year's resolutions, feel free to hit us up. TheCorporateStreets at gmail.com. That's TheCorporateStreets. That streets is with a Z at gmail.com. You need help handling a situation, feel free to drop us a line because we are the advice connoisseurs. You can also hit us up on our Facebook page, The Corporate Streets Podcast. And do not forget the Twitter handle at Corporate Streets. And you know what you're listening to. This is The Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who have the plan to get in shape for their New Year's resolution. But rather than going the traditional route and getting a gym membership, they would rather take it to the streets and do pull-ups and dips using the bars that hold up the crossing signals. Peace. Just like Cali Muscle. Them dudes be, them <laughs> dudes be big, man. Those dudes be stacked, bro. Like, like yeah, I want to get buff like that. <laughs> Working on upper body, no legs. Like, I ain't right. <laughs> Dog, nobody's looking at your legs at the beach, bro. You got to get those those glory muscles, man. You don't get credit for legs at the beach. People looking at your chest and arms. Ain't nobody checking for legs. Nope. <laughs> All right. Pecs and buys. That's it. Peace. <laughs>